1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
0: The Bucks need to reach the forty-five yard line from the forty-two. Godwin wide to the left. Evans wide to the right. Shotgun look with Fournette on the right hip of Brady. Here's the snap. Pressure coming from the outside.
1: Brady throws it back. Hot ball first out of the 50. Outside the numbers 40. To the 30 yard line. To the 25. It's Paraman. Bashan Paraman. Touchdown to Bay. Box win in overtime. Paraman. 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 Welcome on In BeckQL Daily. Presented as always by Fan Dual Sportsbook. Joe O. Joe G. And of course, Aaron Hawks is with you on a Monday. A reaction Monday. The NFL will look forward to Monday Night Football. It was a big weekend. UFC, Heisman Trophy, our NBA Sam game probably on Friday, but of course we start with the NFL from yesterday. Joe, that was an interesting day of favorites. We haven't had one of these. This felt like early in the year where the favorites just were dominating. Great day, I thought, for teasers for the most part. If you were on those, we gave out some earlier last week where it might be a, a good play. Those came home, uh, but for the most part, what, 11-2 and two, the favorites yesterday. There was not much surprise. I would say a lot of dull dullness in the first block one o'clock window just not great football but then as we played the Bucks finish and the Niners finish we'll get to the at least the four o'clock window had some drama heading into the evening
2: it was so boring that I started walking around the house and just getting some stuff done that really needed to get done I've actually got a repairman coming in at the end of the show we can get into that detail uh, later on uh, calling people to get stuff fixed at your house I, I was doing that And uh, that's hopefully getting taken care of today. But, yeah, I mean, it started off extremely boring to where it was tough to to hold my attention there, even with all the different betting angles. But then it had everything. Then it had bad beats galore. It had the Bears scoring 30 points and still uh, unable to cover double-digit spreads. And so many games, well, I'd say a number of games, that seemed to be easy peasy lemon squeezy cover them I'm good I'm good with the Cowboys I feel good about the Browns then all of a sudden you're sweating at the end and some still hung hung on for the cover some did not
1: yeah Aaron that's for sure some of those games turned I mean we'll start we can start with the Bucks and the Bills Aaron because that game that was Bucks the whole way 24 to 3 and if you were on the Bucks minus three and a half you're like oh this is no sweat I got this thing and then back come the Bills they force yeah. overtime and at that point, you think I'm probably dead, right? The three and a half is probably going to go the other way. It's going to be plus. The Bills are going to cover the game, and then boom, touchdown Brady to Perryman. And if you were on the Bucks from the beginning, Aaron, you still won. You were fine at the end.
0: Yeah, Buffalo scores 17 points in the fourth quarter. The Bills force overtime, and in overtime, Tampa, who was three and a half point favorites. Um, they end up getting the win, um, that 58 yard game winner. So they win by six, cover the spread. So if you laid the points, you just had an incredible Sunday. Um, nope. Favorites 12 and 1 straight up, 11 and 2 against the spread. Um, so you probably had a day if you were on all of the favorites.
2: And, and the only underdog that won straight up, and that, that's what we were trying to figure out throughout the week because typically in the NFL, what happens? You have all these big point spreads, uh, teams that are not typically huge favorites, more than a touchdown. They all won. There, there were no sweats. Uh, in my survivor pool, everybody won. In Circus survivor pool, there's 23 people left. Everybody won. Like the, There's just no eliminations because you had options. You had teams like Tennessee. Uh, Seattle and it was so easy across the board and is this are there some situations that we can take moving forward or is this the extreme outlier because all season long we've talked about how the underdogs have dominated and it was a big favorites week Uh, the only the second week all year when favorites have won against the spread. I mean, think about that. We're 14 weeks in, and just the second week all year, where favorites have won. I mean, that that's what happens. You're going to see this sort of regression. But I'm wondering if we're going to see more of this in the final month of the season, because the bad teams are so bad. And we, if we're hearing about it, what's the reality behind the scenes in Jacksonville and oh. in Houston, two teams yeah. that did not show up and, I mean, I'd be shocked if they turn things around. I, I'm wondering if, uh, if these odds makers can get the lines large enough. I, we know everybody in the world's going to fade them. But look at these final scores from yesterday. I mean, 20 to nothing, Tennessee. Jacksonville did not enter the red zone. They did not. I mean, the Bears, they were a team that scored a lot of points. They entered the red zone once. So what do we think is going to happen moving forward with that great vaunted uh, Bears offense? Detroit, they end up losing by 28. I mean, and they, they were missing a lot of players. That, that's the other thing. These big dogs, I'm wondering if they're going to be able to make these numbers large enough.
1: So a couple thoughts I had on that. One, I think generally, yes, we're going to see more of this. You know, and I, I mentioned this a little bit last week. This is not like October anymore, like where the Jaguars could lose, could beat the Bills. Like these games, mm. Matt, like these teams realize the gravity of the situation, especially with so many teams in the playoff mix. I think you're going to see less eggs out of the good teams. The one thing I'd push back on, Joe, with it, and it didn't matter yesterday, and obviously some of these games, division games could be tricky, right? There's going to be one yes. or two between now and, the, and, and basically we're all division games now, almost all, the last two or three weeks of the season when we get there. But you know what's going to happen. I don't and know. What was the, the only the, upset of the day?
2: A division, a division game. game.
1: Like yeah. I, I, just off the top of my head, like the Bears are going to beat the Vikings and knock the Vikings out in a couple weeks, like something like that's going to happen and throw the whole thing into sure. tizzy. But I think if we look at it from now to the end, Aaron, I think Joe's onto it that the good teams are just going to take care of the bad teams for the most part. Oh, yeah, the rest of the season.
0: money line parlays, Uh-oh. Come to mama, I might <laughs> be back.
2: Now I will say that there's some context that we should also take a look at these bad beats, like. Baltimore, Cleveland could have gone either way. Favorite ended up winning. Yeah. What did you guys go... think
0: about that with the Harbaugh's decision uh, to to not kick the field goal and just go for two? Well, I hated Once... it
2: because I had Cleveland, you know, minus three me in too. the contest and, <laughs> as a bet, and the minus two and a half that people got earlier in the week, uh, they all <laughs> lost it. So it's hard for me to remove my my bet from that situation. Yeah, um, I would have kicked it, extend the game it's a good. little bit. I would especially with Huntley instead of Lamar.
1: Yeah, I would have too. Yeah, yeah, and I just, and you have Justin Tucker. Like, I always feel like you have the ultimate kicking weapon. I know, on it's your like side. two
0: weeks in a row. I am it's like, maybe it is time to be conservative. You know, I, I get it when you're looking big picture, but sometimes being conservative and doing the safer thing might might work for you.
2: But, but you know, Baltimore the dog could have easily won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo the dog in overtime. Could have won Cincinnati, probably should have won, even though I was on San Francisco and I was rooting like hell for the Niners. When, when we dive into that game, there's some explanation behind like, OK, they probably should have won. So, you know, a few of those go the other way and we're not saying, oh, my God, favorites are killing it and they're definitely going to do it moving forward.
1: Yeah, you're right. If, if, if it's like you know, instead of eleven and two, if it's it's seven and whatever, right? Like seven and right. five, we're we're talking different. Seven and six, we're talking differently there. Um, the one other thing, while we're on the Tampa Bay Buffalo game, that game was crazy at the end. I thought Allen had won the game with that run into the end zone. Now he's banged up a little bit after the game, but guys, I thought, and I I never feel like I've ever said said this. I feel like one throw won the game, won the MVP for Tom Brady. That throw he had to mm-hmm. Mike Evans. I think oh. it's over. I think the MVP race is over. The, to, to this morning is the first time all season that you see minus next to a name in the MVP race. It is Tom Brady, minus 150. The next close is Aaron Rodgers, 6-1. to one. And Rodgers played really well lately. Um, Ten touchdowns, zero picks last three games. So he's playing his best, and it's still not mattering. Aaron, I think Tom Brady sealed up the MVP yesterday with that throw to Evans and then the winning touchdown, like another huge yeah. day for Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, Tom Brady set the NFL record Sunday for the most completions in a career. Also, he had a rushing touchdown, which means he has 10 since turning 40, tied with Jerry Rice for most touchdowns after the age of 40. (laughs) It's insane. (laughs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
2: Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been saying that Brady's going to win for a while, but I'm look, but I'm not going to bet on Brady. Right, and I, I've been looking for someone else as, and and I think they have. I still believe they have the top three names correct, in the right order. The problem is, can they do enough? Like I've had the a debate with myself on the show so many times about Kyler. Are those three games going to come back and haunt him? Rogers had a big, big game. His office yeah, put was, up forty-five points. You know. Right. Well, I mean, his team put up forty-five. There was a defensive score. Uh in a prime time spot against a crappy team. Can Kyler do enough tonight to jump up, become the second favorite and crack that door open in the final month?
1: Maybe. Um, I, I just feel like Brady's ahead, obviously he's ahead right now. He hasn't yeah. missed the game. So both <laughs> Rogers and Murray are playing from behind. They missed time. I mean, Rogers had COVID. He missed the game. Kyler Murray missed three games because of his his, uh, his high ankle sprain. That's significant. I mean, if, if, we're, if we're this close at the end, and I get Tom Brady to play 17 games, and this also, are, it, there's a boil down quite simply to who gets the number one seed. Like, if Brady gets the number one seed and he's ahead, it's over. Like, there's not even a point to, to debating it at that point. right? Yeah,
2: well, what if Arizona gets the number one seed?
1: Well, then then not, I think it becomes a little bit more interesting. But I, How many games can you miss and take the – I mean, Brady's going to have what at the end of the year, 40 touchdowns? Oh, he'll be over that. But also, what if the Packers get the number one
0: seed? You know, Cardinals are still in possession of that number one seed and the bye. They play the Rams on Monday night football. If the Rams win, um, then the Packers take over the number one seed in the NFC. Packers are ten and three, Bucks ten and three, and then Packers have the tiebreaker over the Bucks right now because of win percentage in the conference. So the Packers um are eight and two in conference bucks are six and three in
2: conference so if we were to remove some of the off the field stuff how people feel about Aaron Rodgers would he be higher up in the in the race would the odds be shorter because maybe we're overstating that we know time heals wounds people forget about crap I mean we're we're living in a world where a story lasts 24 hours and, and then it's and people completely forget about it I wonder if uh Pe- by the time you get to voting, if people would still feel the same, I don't even know that they do. Uh, Brady, I would Facebook. hope
0: people would like, oh, put their vaccine. I don't know. I mean, I feel like you got to be a, a little more mature and professional, put that to the side if you're a voter and look at straight performance and how it's affected your team. But I get it. It's hard to get stuff like that out of your head.
2: But if it's, if it, you're splitting hairs, won't most people just lean <laughs> to Brady? I would, If you, yeah. if you don't like it. I him. think you're right, uh, yeah. Brady for, projected for 44 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. His quarterback rating is 104 on the season. Uh
1: advice, QBR,
2: Even though the odds don't agree, I think Kyler has a better chance of beating Brady. And I, I, he, I know we've got all the games yesterday. We yeah. don't want to turn this. We got all we talked about M- right. MVP. But but we do have to see what Kyler does tonight. Sure. Like that, Those odds might change a lot by uh tonight's game
1: like you said if he has a big game he could jump and we'll get to that game later we got a lot to get to mike lombardi next hour full segment on the monday night football game uh all coming up later in the show okay so the other things from yesterday just quickly so how, how'd we doing? the how'd you guys do in the contest
2: the uh, Bills three three and two three and two, two and we could what make a five and i think we right? should have been five and no.
1: yeah
2: the losers were buffalo plus three and a half Casos tweeted it. He's like, worst case scenario, who's also on the Bills, is 27-27 down the stretch. I'm like, if it's 27-27, let's mark it down as a loss because Brady's going to go down the field and he's going to score a touchdown. And, of course, Prashad Pyramid, of all names. That's exactly what happened. So that probably should have been a win. And then we had Cleveland. They don't score in the second half of the game. They don't cover the three. That ends up being a loser. Harbaugh goes for the field goal. We have a better chance of covering it. I honestly think it could have been five and zero, but San Francisco was one of our winners that could have gone the other way. Call it four and one.
1: Let's do yeah. that, right? You I mean, should have been four.
2: The, losing those two was rough on the same card.
1: Yeah. The Niners one was that. That was the other late game that was very interesting to watch because that game. I mean, you look at it mm. like I know we could think about this beforehand, but like you look at the standings post that game, that was meaningful. Like it's talking about a meaningful game. The Niners really feel now like they're just a cut above the muck of that last playoff spot in the NFC. And it is a muck, right? Washington still sits in that spot after a loss. They got beat up by Dallas yesterday. I don't care about their comeback at the end. Like, they got beat up. And then you go to the Eagles and the the Falcons. Like, these teams are all not very good. One's got to go to the playoffs. The Niners are above that. And that loss yesterday, Aaron, I think that killed the Bengals' season. I think that killed their Mm. season.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we kind of, we've kind we been going back and forth on the Bengals, the Chargers, the Niners, um, kind of trashing Kyle Shanahan. And look, he, down the stretch, they do look better, and they have become a team I trust more out of that muck that you were referring to.
2: The San Francisco 49ers sit in the sixth seed, and you've got Washington, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta, New Orleans, all six and seven tied for the seven seed. The key for San Fran, they have tiebreakers over uh, a couple of those teams, including Minnesota and Philadelphia. So the, their spot is pretty solid for the moment.
1: Yeah, their spot is, and everybody else, well, they're going to duke it out over the next four weeks. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Aldeli, presented as always by FanDuel Sports. Here's what we got coming up over the next few hours. And coming up next, we're going to do some AFC. We'll dive into the state of the AFC next. Josh Allen was in a walking boot after the game. We'll talk about that Bills team. Although that was a valiant comeback and they took it to overtime, they're not in a great spot this morning. We look at the AFC; they they have some issues here. Wow! When it comes to making the playoffs, we'll talk about that. Jail coming up in about twenty minutes. Who's going after yesterday? I feel like we have a lot of people who have to put in jail. And of course, <laughs> wow. next hour we're going to discuss all of this with Mike Lombardi or Odyssey NFL Insider. A lot of reacting to do. NFL Week fourteen almost in the books. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Becky Goldelli right here on the BetQL Network.
2: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.